Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Staying Forever Strong. Today I have an old high school and middle school friend, Dr. Ashley Kamara, on with me to talk about just life, um, how she's doing, and how she stays forever strong. Hey Ashley, how are you? How are you, Alexa? Good to see you. Good to see you. It's been so long. I know. It's <laughs> been really, really long. <laughs> Ten years. How sad is that? It's almost yeah. in like a year and a half. I think we're just getting old. <laughs> and when you look at it, though, we're only 26, 27, so we're not that old. But it's no. like it when you think of high school almost eight and a half years ago. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a long time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I do feel old, though. <laughs> <laughs> Most days, right? Yeah. So how have you been since high school, college? Tell us a little bit about you and what you're up to. Yeah, so um, after high school, I went to pursue my degree in biochemistry. So I went to University of Detroit Mercy to complete that. So that was fun. Um, And then let's see, I gave myself a six month kind of a break in between um, high or college and my doctorate program. And then I moved to good old Iowa. So (laughs) yeah. That was an adventure. Um, so I was there from 2017 until uh, 2020. So we, oh, like, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. So I we moved. So I was in Davenport where my school was, and then I moved to Des Moines um, for a little bit, where I was treating patients at the VA hospital. And so then, after that, I uh, moved to Illinois. So my husband and I. Um, have been here since March, so oh, it's like the very beginning of the yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of silly, right? But um, I want to say so we moved here in March. I want to say like the first week of March or like maybe the last week of February. Oh, so, like, so yeah, uh huh. And so then St. Patty's Day, I believe it was, like that weekend, um, our governor here shut everything down. But the week prior, we went to the mall. We're like, oh, we're going to have plenty of time to explore. Like, it's fine. We'll come back another day. Boom. The 17th, everything just kind of shut down. So we're like, oh, okay, probably should have spent more time. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So, so yeah, I'm here in Illinois. doing pretty good. Um, My husband and I, we opened up a practice. Um, And so we're just two chiropractors living in Illinois. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys in your practice or do you have other doctors? Nope. So there's just the two of us. Um, We have an amazing staff. Um, Sue and Ro, they are awesome. So they are, we don't know what we would do without them. So it's been oh, a blessing. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Like to yeah. have your own practice and it's like with your husband, like that's just so fun. Yeah. It's fun. I think um, it's good to, you know, have your space, but we definitely, we work really well together, which is awesome. So, and I love it. He's awesome. I love him. So he's a good oh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> yeah, right? We work together, live together. <laughs> um, how's, so how's the transition been from like moving to Iowa to Illinois? And then did you, have you worked the entire time of the pandemic or were you guys not working for a while? Like how did that all? 
Mm -hmm. So um, we were very blessed um, once we moved from Iowa. So I didn't have the greatest of experiences in Iowa. Like that's kind of common knowledge for me. I, eh, I post about it sometimes, but um, I just didn't like it. Like it just wasn't for me. It was just very yeah. kind of, I don't know. It was a, there was a lot of issues with the racial stuff there. Yeah, um, so that played a, yeah, that played a huge factor for me. And I normally am not bothered by all that stuff, but it just kind of got to me a little bit. So the transition from Iowa to Illinois um, was like night and day. Like I really, really, really love it here. Like I, I really like it. Um, and now that I'm in practice full time with my husband, um, because when we opened, uh, when we purchased it in March, we did not close. We closed for like two weeks for like cleaning and stuff. Yeah. Um, but we kept it open from the very beginning. Um, and the previous owner, she's awesome. She was, she's so awesome. So the transition was really, really good oh, for okay. him and I. Yeah. So um, it was awesome. I think more so for me now, it's, you know, coming through the mental blocks of the things that, you know, I went through with Iowa um, and like trying to overcome that within myself and just making sure that, you know, I'm confident and I feel good and, you know, you're in the right headspace is very important, especially in this line of work too. So uh, mental health is huge. And that's why I really wanted to connect with you and you reached out and I was like absolutely let's do it so this is very important so I really appreciate you as well for of course thank you know you. doing all that you do so this is awesome mm -hmm. thank you so yeah. kind of going back for a minute when you were talking mm -hmm. about like Iowa how did you have a lot of friends there like is that where you met your husband yeah so we met in 2017 of April uh, what was that that was March, March and April. <laughs> so uh, we met there in Iowa. Um, and so, yeah, everything was just kind of aligned. And then we got married in May of last year. So okay. we, we kind of snuck off a little bit. You know, like nobody kind of knew that we got married. <laughs> so that was kind of a big thing for my family. They'll probably watch this and be like, yeah, you didn't tell us. <laughs> so... <laughs> But yeah, so we kind of snuck off, but it was, it was what was meant to be for us. And um, yeah. we um, got married in a church in Bloomington, Illinois. Okay. Um, yeah. So we, uh, he was, so let me back up. So while I was finishing school, my husband went to Illinois and worked with another company for a little bit there. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's how we got connected with Illinois. I'm kind of like, so I was going to ask like, that too, actually. <laughs> Yeah, so that's kind of how we started liking it was Bloomington, so, yeah. Very cool, and, like, did he have a lot of similar experiences to you in Iowa, or, and how is that, like, how are you doing now from it, like, because you were saying with the mental health, like, how was that? Yeah, so he kind of, so he really didn't have as many experiences. I'm pretty sure he had, you know, some for sure being in yeah. Iowa, it's just kind of, kind of the name of the game. Um the diversity out there is not really the greatest within the school so that was a okay. little yeah so that was tough but um we had a great community um on our campus so it was really cool um regarding now it's like 
I could care less. Like <laughs> I'm living a great life. <laughs> I love it here. I, I keep, <laughs> it's so funny because there's a lot of people that think that, okay, the property taxes and stuff out here are pretty high, but like, so what? Like you live in a bigger city, like why not? Yeah. You pay a little more. That's okay. <laughs> so, Make probably good money. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's not all about that for us. It's just, it's a good environment. It's a good place to raise a family. So hopefully one day we'll have a little family. So yeah. you will. And you'll be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Aw, thank you. So yeah. how did, um, so for marketing and like how, how did you get clients? Was it a lot of like the old owners? Like they just kind of stayed on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So uh, the previous owner, she, we just kind of were grandfathered a lot of the patients. And so um, more so now kind of things are calming down. Everyone's, you know, okay to be outside. So <laughs> our clientele is still building. So, you know, we're getting a lot of new patients. We're seeing a lot of people and that's kind of the goal. You know, we want to yeah, be able to, you know, provide chiropractic services to as many people as we can reach. It's got some really good benefits. So, yeah. yeah. No, that's awesome, too, that, like, you got lucky. You were so lucky to have at least a base to mm-hmm. start. Yeah. You got, that it was probably nice that you at least had some to start with, and then you were able mm-hmm. to grow from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we have a lot of buddies that um, are kind of transitioning now into their own ownership kind of a thing so um it's it's really important pre-existing clinics it's kind of the way to go just kind of gives you security before you can get in so right no that makes a lot of sense um how so from the times like you struggled like we all have our own struggles at Mm -hmm. some point what is something like you do to help you to stay strong during those hard times yeah so a lot of through with just like prayer and you know meditation calming down exercise which is huge um I think the foundation of who we are um within our household rather um we really we're believers of Christ and so you know he's in control and we can't really do much without him and that's you know kind of what we believe in praying really 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 helps a lot um and exercise so <laughs> during school I uh I think I was about 225 225 pounds really yeah I gained a lot of weight um Alexa listen so I was eating I could talk about food all day <laughs> I was eating pints and pints and pints of ice cream I know like a day <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, I was stress eating. Um, unfortunately I, I lost my dad, um, kind of like smack dab in the middle of school. Yeah. So that was a lot on top of other things that were going on. Um, and so I just kind of like, just started eating my way through the tunnel and it got, I lost control a little bit. Um, and so then once I started to work out consistently and at least watch my diet and stop eating pints of ice cream at a time, um, (laughs) it started to turn around. So I think I lost about, uh, maybe 45 pounds or so. I'm still on the, on the slow train right now. The last 20 is always so hard. So I'm trying, I'm trying so hard, but, um, 
it's just getting in the routine, you know, my husband works out a lot too. So that helps, but it still doesn't really get me out of the bed sometimes. So I'm trying, I'm trying. So yeah, but definitely. You look good to me from what I can Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Lots of physical activity though. It really helps for your, your mind and yeah, helps you, you know, bring things into perspective and just relaxing, you know? Yeah, I'm sure that, you know, I hear that a lot. It's hard for me just cause like I have chronic pain. So it's like hard right. to sometimes exercise, but I do try and when I can, like I like to walk and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, how has it, how has it been with your story after the accident and stuff? Um, I've been, I've suffered a lot from like, mm-hmm. a lot of mental health because like for about a year, no one really knew what was wrong. Mm-hmm. Just in this constant pain, but everything came back fine. Okay. Uh, but then I finally got diagnosed with central pain syndrome. Okay. Is, um, I don't know if you know, you probably mm-hmm. have heard of it. Yeah. Um, so I have that and like I had a mild traumatic brain injury on top of it. So I'm in like my head gets in a lot of pain often still and wow. like, I get really foggy like four years later still. Wow. So that was four years ago? Yeah. It was two months after we gradu- or I graduated college. So it was July of 16. Wow. What, what happened? I don't, I didn't know. Yeah. No. Um, a lady ran a red going, <sighs> distracted driving, going like 60 miles an hour and t was oh. on my door. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I walked away that night, like everyone walked away that night, but it was later on stuff started like mm-hmm. she wasn't feeling good for a long time and they kept telling me it was depression. Mm. And I went to a chiropractor for a while for like my neck issues and mm-hmm. things weren't working and I was on, I finally went to, I was finally sent to a neurologist yeah. who basically told me that I had a concussion and post-concussion syndrome because I was still yep. suffering the same like I had the ringing in the ears, the dizziness. Mm-hmm. Still, I still get it all the time. Wow. So it's it's been hard. I haven't like I can't work a lot. Mm-hmm. Maybe like three hours a day if I'm lucky. Like it just kind of mm-hmm. depends because like my body, I can't like stand too long, but I can't sit too long. And right. The more I'm on my computer and stuff, then my brain just gets overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to do my best and I've been blogging yeah. and podcasting about it and talking to different people just because I want to help others yeah, that they don't feel like they can. Absolutely. And that's so, what matters. Like, yeah. that's a beautiful thing. Um, I don't know if you knew um, after, not after high school, but this was kind of my, I think it was like my junior or senior year. I fell on the stairs. I fell on the stairs and knocked my head on the last four stairs uh, or the steps. And my mom thought I like was carrying a TV. Like that's how loud it was, how hard it was. So yeah, Um, I had a concussion and I had experienced those post-concussion syndrome symptoms and it is terrible. Like I was having the worst migraines like and nothing would help. Um, They tried morphine. They tried all the top of the line stuff did not work. Um, I had like a sunlight sensitive IV drip medicine, DHG that actually worked. And that was the only thing, but then I would be in the hospital like weeks at a time trying to, you know, get the medicine to work, but nothing helped. So I totally understand. So it's, it's a tough job. Nothing. Yeah. Helps. 
So it's yeah. just like, at a time, like I, and then like all these medications give me a way worse side effects. So it's like not yes. working for me. I Your don't want to be addicted yeah. to medications. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make me feel good. It's like, I don't know how people, it's so crazy like to think like some of these medications, like people can actually be addicted to. Oh, for sure. I don't feel good like on them. Like I don't even want to be, it doesn't make me feel like, oh, relief or anything. Right. So. Which then you probably suffer more with the symptoms because you can't take the medicine. Oh my gosh. I understand. (laughs) Yeah. I understand. But just let you know, this is a very important thing. Like bringing awareness to chronic pain is huge. Um, So that's something that real people experience. And I think a lot of people in like the medical field may take it as, oh, you know, the person's complaining or not really like take it as seriously. Um, but from a health, a health provider, like know that it is a serious thing. Like I have family members and friends that have fibro kind of same chronic pain thing. Um, and it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. So please know it's real. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Um, I had doctors, male doctors telling me it's in my head, basically mm -hmm. I'm a normal, healthy girl and I should be jumping for joy and not crying. Well, and then I'm not in 10 out of 10 pain. Right. I'm basically dead. And like, well, you don't, you see me five minutes every six months. So maybe those right. five minutes I'm actually tolerable. Right. But still in pain. Yeah. So that's like when I started, like, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Like I need to help others because there's so many people. Like I'm, I happen to just be really strong. And I had mm-hmm. such a strong support system with my family that mm-hmm. like, I don't know what I would do if I didn't right. have that. Like, I feel that's why I want to be that support for people that don't. Yeah. And I think that's the part that a lot of people miss is like, just because you experience things like, and I call them testimonies, right? Like mm-hmm. it's your testimony. You have to share it with the world. Cause there's people that don't know, you know, or they may, they may listen to that person that tells them that they're crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. Sorry. My phone's dinging. No, you're um, <laughs> but <laughs> But like, you know, they may tell them like, you know, it's all in your head and they may actually believe it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's important that you're telling them like, hey, look, like it's not actually in your head. Like, let's talk about it. Let's acknowledge it. And I feel like in our culture in general, like we kind of like to hush, like be silent about certain things. And it's like, no, like speak up, tell us what's going on and how, you know, you can help. Or I know you can also provide resources for other advocate groups and stuff like that. So that's awesome. Well, thank you. And thank you for sharing your story too. Absolutely. It's just so important in any way that we can Mm -hmm. to get the word out and our stories out. Yep. It's not for us. So it's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) um is there anything else any advice or anything else you'd like to share with my viewers yeah so just all the viewers just be patient with yourself um it's a journey um it's gonna be you're gonna have good days you're gonna have bad days but just know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel even if it seems very far away you know just stay focused take a break to um, you know, have that place of just like, hey, let's calm down, let's relax, you know, go to that special place where you can find refuge and just be calm. Um, because there are times where, you know, having a migraine, you just want to be in a dark room, take yeah. that time to go and be in a dark room, like right. everything else that can wait, you know, um, 
because if you don't take care of yourself, then you're no good for anybody else. And, exactly. you know, there's a lot of people that deal with chronic pain that have families and husbands and kids and dogs and, you know, big responsibilities. And sometimes the disease and the, the pain can be debilitating. And yeah. it's, you know, just take a break, calm down, take care of yourself first. That would be my biggest advice. I love that. Thank you. Yeah, it's Absolutely. like they say on your um, on the airplane, like if you ever have to put a mask on, it's mm-hmm. get your fingers on first. Yeah, worry about you Same first. You got to take care of you first because you won't mm-hmm. be able to help anyone else. Exactly, you can't. And I had to learn that lesson the hard way. So <laughs> take care of yourself first, and you know you can take care of everyone else next. So yeah, thank you so much, though. Thank you, and thank you so much for coming on. I so appreciate it, and it was so great catching up. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. This was another episode of Staying Forever Strong. Bye, guys. Bye.